Hi to everyone listening. I'm Lindsay, owner of Cannabom CBD Topicals, and this is my podcast, Cannaboms, where I talk to other Cannaboms or non moms, but always about cannabis. My guest today is a very important person in my life. She's the owner of Kush Cards and my Cannabestie, because you know girls love to make up words like that. Lauren Mele. Her products won Best New Product in 2020 at MJ BizCon in Vegas and again in 2021 at the Smoke Shop Events Expo in Phoenix. We talk about how she came up with her idea, how cannabis helps her, and the struggle of censorship on social media. Hey, Lauren, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you, girl? Good. I miss you. It's been like a whole month and a half. I know. We just saw each other. So surreal, I feel like. I know. I feel like that didn't happen. We were just so high the whole time. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't. We were so high, but we were getting shit done like we do in our elements. So much fun. You got to see the babies. Oh my God, like in person, can't even. Like, And then (laughs) to see their growth, I'm like, like Ashton already. I know. He's six months old. What the hell? Okay, well, let's just hit it, right? Yeah, do it. What was your first time smoking like? Just smoking weed in general? Yeah, your very first time. Yeah. So it was, to be honest, I don't quite too much remember, but I do know I was in high school and I do know that I kind of had the instant love for it. Like there was no, like I was never really into like drinking or anything. Like weed was just kind of like when I, when I tried it, it was my thing. And I know I definitely started smoking blunts. (laughs) how we got into the game but um but yeah just kind of when I was in my high school years and I I feel like over time I learned how to smoke differently and why I use it like when I got into college I feel like I really started to learn how to smoke more and why and when um and so my perspective using kind of changed a little bit as I where I am now so do you switch from blunts to what's your preferred method now so now it's like, I've, since I moved to Colorado, I have all these options, you know, yeah. New York with blunt stuff. That's what it was. So I really enjoy using my bong lately. Um, but I also enjoy joints and hemp wraps occasionally now. Um, but I do use other forms like um, tinctures at night, CBD tinctures, CBD bath bombs, ow. <laughs> Cannabombs, plug, plug. Cannabombs, let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, so I kind of experiment, but lately flower has been my go-to. Yeah, I'm a flower girl too. I dabbed when it like first came out and I have the Puffco and all that jazz, but man, that just gets me way too lifted now. I'm, I My tolerance can't take that. Yeah, like I hit the pen and I'm like, I have to hit the pen for like before I work out or like have a specific reason. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I, I use the different highs and to their benefit. So yeah, because those are two totally different highs. You're right. <laughs> we're going to the moon and we're just going to like <laughs> to the gym. You know, to the gym, exactly. <laughs> exactly. How do you think cannabis helps you as a business owner? I feel like it helps me in so many ways. And most importantly, I feel like it helps me be able to stay focused. Like if I'm working on a certain project, if I literally can't stop doing 10 things at once, I'm like, I think I need to go smoke. And then once I smoke, I feel like I'm zoned into the project. I'm present. I kind of tune out all the other worries and things that are going on so I can finish my task at hand. Um, But I do also, you know, am very 
I guess cautious and have learned that, you know, me smoking more towards five o'clock is better. It's almost more of like a celebration kind right. of like the day, you know, when I have so many important things that I need my full focus, you know, on talking to customers, buyers, invoices, I feel like, you know, being present and then looking at it towards a spiritual toke at the yeah. end of the day. Instead of using it as motivation to get me started, sometimes I, I have to use it as when you finish this, then you can. Right, right. Because you be hitting it sometimes and you're like, damn, my whole motivation. <laughs> or exactly. just sometimes it switches, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, you're obviously such a successful business owner and not to mention like three different businesses, by the way. The OG business is Kush Cards, which if nobody has heard of Kush Cards, I mean, where have you been? It is I mean, a cannabis <laughs> greeting card that you can attach. She's got one hitters or vape pens. Um, and she also expanded into like gift wrap and these cute little bags. How did you come up with the idea for Kush Cards? So great question. I love this question. Um, so kind of bringing it back to around 2013 is when the first idea or idea kind of came into play. I actually wasn't even high at the moment. I was heading to work. Um, I lived in New York City at the time, working in front of the Empire State Building, but I live, you know, which is on 32nd Street and I work 34th. I lived all the way in the 180. Oof. So I had some time on the train to think, let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had my notebook always. You know, I always was thinking of something super inspired, just graduated college, and I wanted to give a gift to a friend. We both had cannabis in mind, but just there was like nothing out there. And I was over going to like CVS or Walgreens or something and getting a regular card, putting a bag, a dime bag of weed in there. And then it's bulky. You open it, it falls out. Like it wasn't convenient. It wasn't the instant high that I was trying to kind of replicate. So um, I had the idea to attach someone's name to a card by rolling blunts and sewing them in your initials. So for you, I would have made you a card that had an L on it. And <laughs> Cute. the part of the L's would have been two blunts, needle and thread. Like it was so customized because I had no way. Like how right. do you attach weed to a card? Like you can't tape it. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or you can, I guess, but. Um, so, you know, and I always had this like clip from a movie and I never remember anything in movies. So this is how, you know, and it was a Seth Rogen movie and it was, I think it was, this is the end. And he welcomed his friend and his name was spelled out in blunts. Like, could you imagine <laughs> if oh, your yeah. name, that's that how I'm going to so greet dope. you next time you come. I'm just going to have your name spelled out. Thank you. <laughs> but, so that part always stuck with me. So I, you know, and the person's name was initial format. So it kind of worked out where I put the initials on the card and literally my girl, I sent a picture to my friend um, in college and she said, that looks like a Kush card with a K. And I said, girl, <laughs> what? <laughs> Play that back. What did you say? Like, I didn't even think of the name Kush card. So you know, and then, you know, after I did it, I like took a second, you know, I didn't tell anyone, I told my close friends, my boss, like, this is what I just did. And everyone was like, just like, keep that a secret. Like I called my mom and she helped me trademark uh, the name push cards, which I'm lucky I did back then because it, it, I found over the years, it's harder to trademark something cannabis related. Mm. So I was super happy to do that. Um, and that's when the idea was literally kind of when it came about. How has it evolved? What do you do now? What's the process? You're obviously not sewing them on with needle and thread. <laughs> no. So after I, so I basically did like the needle and thread, like, you know, 
the, the blunt was like hanging from a balloon shaped card, you know, like I was getting so creative with it and really just making cards for anyone, just whatever occasion I was going to. And then people started, you know, they're like, well, I want to order that for somebody else. So I started doing that and <laughs> charging them with the weed on it. <laughs> I was like right. a creative drug dealer. Like, I even made the bag <laughs> that it went in. Imagine. Oh my god, the so, best drug dealer oh ever. <laughs> I like would go into work and put it under my desk and hope that smell. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was crazy, but my boss was down and she definitely helped pave the way. So I just kind of kept doing that until I was ready to make it mass producible. So in 2015, you know, I I had took a, a quite a few months to figure out, you know, the string that's on the card, how to get a match striker on there. And then I launched in Denver, I took a girl's trip out there for the weekend of 420. And I had a friend from high school living here who was planting some seeds for me. And I went to the one dispensary and he placed an order and it became real. Like, I don't know if I went out there, I didn't get an order what would happen, but yeah. it happened. So I went back and got my shit together. I literally said, I'm like, I don't even know how much this display is right now, but he's like, don't worry, like go back to me invoice. And that's how it happened. And it took some time for me to leave my corporate job because I was moonlighting for about a year now, uh, you know, from first starting it or first going to that, that Denver trip. Um, so, you know, flash forward, moving to, moving to Colorado, still hand making them, you know, punching the holes, putting the strings in, I was out in Colorado. I got my first like 1500 custom order where we had to do that for everyone. And I said, it has to change. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. There's no way this could happen. Absolutely so not. that's when I was able to find a factory overseas and build a great relationship. And that's where we are today. And then, so now you have two other companies. We've got Naughty Cards and Kush Cardio. So do you see, do you have like a three-year, five-year plan? Yeah, well, great question. Um, so the Naughty Cards was something that I launched last summer. I was going to a adult adult trade show with, or, you know, sex stores. They attend and they buy for their store. Yeah. And I was, I'm already in the Museum of Sex in New York City, a few other adult stores. So I figured, well, why not position myself here? Another industry where I can grow and spread my name. And I realized, you know, I feel like I should have a regular theme greeting card, nothing attached, still keeping the unique kind of card idea with my brand in mind when designing them with like clever puns and whatnot. And when I launched it, I realized it was something larger than I even thought it was going to be. To be honest, I was like just the response from them, from my current customer, how at trade shows, it's like the icebreaker where people just love them you know so um i that is just going to become another integration and i'm working on ways to attach things to naughty cards um as well so and then doing our gift set with your uh, lube coming up for valentine's day yes can't wait um yeah so naughty cards is kind of just going to keep evolving to being something that attach to the cards and just you know having the option for store owners to buy both and people do so Really excited about that. Um, and then to your next company, Kush Cardio, which is actually like a passion project of mine right now. I work out at, that's my love language with my partner, Carlos. It's um, my therapy. Um, it's what keeps me grounded. So I, I want to be able to provide products and offer like um, just like different workouts. And that's why you know, doing together your CBD salve is great because it does help me at the gym and whatnot. And I want to share that with people. 
Um, so that I think that's something that I'm going to explore when Kushkard is more running really on its own and, and we are so kind of grow in those growing pains right now. I'm excited about that. Yeah, because we all know you have all the time in the world, right? <laughs> all the time. And and that's just like, like cards, I know I'm down. We know how to drop a card, right? Yeah. Like, but like fitness and you're putting yourself out there and it being really all about it's so it was a little overwhelming for me to, you know, right. but I know that I have that network because I do work out with a lot of people in Colorado. So I'm connected with fitness companies. Um, so I know that's like a passion that will always be there. So I'll kind of continue to, to, to build that as I grow as a person. Awesome. Yes, girl. I appreciate your support. Always. always. So with your Kush cards, we have the soak and toke set. And with naughty cards, we have the lube set. And then with Kush cardios, I make your salves. So thank you yes, for letting me. Oh my God, I can't. Thank you for letting me be a part of all your companies. It's an honor. The newest thing for 2022 is actually candles. Oh, that's awesome, Lauren. Okay, so now we're going to talk about something that is going to make you and I very heated. Lauren and I have both had our fair share of censorship on social media for being cannabis brands. Um, she runs a fucking stationery and greeting card company, and mine is legitimate, legal, licensed topical company that provides healing to thousands of people. So the fact that we are censored and constantly deleted is absolutely infuriating. If anyone else is going through that, we support you and so sorry. We know how it feels. Specifically, her TikTok got deleted this morning. So go off, Lauren. Ah! You know, like these reels that we spend time on and TikToks, like that's part of our marketing. That's part of our budget. It's part of our time. It's part of how people see us, our reach. Like it's not just we're on Instagram. Like, no, we're not just on Instagram. We're on there creating a brand, creating something that hopefully will live beyond me, like creating a staple. And for like TikTok, especially for my third account, you know, and I was just building momentum too. Like I finally felt like I was getting it onto people's for you page. I had people kind of, you know, return followers and seeing so many sales from it. It's super frustrating to wake up like this morning and see that my account was permanently deleted. You know, I really do try to provide with the community guidelines. And the hardest part is about it is, you know, TikTok, there's no communication with you. So once your account is gone, that's what I have found. Yeah, it same. Kind, kind of like, you know, it's kind of gone. Like there's no, hey, you can't even write anything when you submit the appeal anymore. So when I used to kind of heartfelt it and try and make it how I'm benefiting their platform, which I do truly think that I am, they don't, they, they don't give me the time of day. I think that's the most frustrating part. And also whether it was a troll or not, because how are there so many people out there doing so much, so much crazier shit? I have to think it might just be someone who, I don't know, like, yeah, I really don't even know. Like, what do you think? So my TikTok got deleted once. I had 67,000 followers and a video with 2.4 million views that got me an article in Forbes magazine. It got deleted once and I appealed it at the time I was able to write a statement. And yeah, I kind of just kiss ass, right? Like... Yeah, I use TikTok me. like it's and their guidelines say like passionate entertaining videos and so I was like okay I learned in fucking school you use the same words so I was like I make right. passionate entertaining videos um, and they gave me it back and then literally the first video I uploaded got taken down for community guidelines and three days later my account was permanently deleted 
And honestly, since then, I, yeah, you can't reach back out. I, I haven't made a new TikTok even. I've just been like, whatever. I, I'll do that when I've got the time, I guess. Because you're right. First of all, not only are we like building TikTok and helping them out or whatever the fuck, and they make money off of being a company, hello. We monetize off of our TikToks. You're right. It's our marketing. You're going to delete someone's entire customer base like it's that? It's art. Like what we're doing and how we show it to you and taking trends and making them into product videos, like that takes a lot of thinking. All my videos are very well thought out. Girl, I feel you. It's it's truly like, like I feel the same way right now. I'm just like, fuck it. Like, honestly, I haven't even opened my social media barely today. But I'm also allowing myself to be mad right now. I'm right. just like, I'm going to let myself be mad for a day, you know? And yeah. whether I want to download another one, not post on it, but get my sounds from there right. and like yeah. stream record it, I think mm-hmm. that's what I'll do because I don't want to have that, that fear of opening an app that billions of people do every day, you know? And it just... yeah not being there so but it's more than just instagram and tiktok too yeah it's not a social media platform when you literally when i post a reel and then my phone gets goes off and i get five orders and i can watch the sales go up as my social media posts go up you're fucking with people's money like this supports my family right equatable to a business that has a storefront coming to work and the doors just being shut and locked and being like nope no more customers for you Right. Especially with people just really online shopping these days, too. So it's like, you know, you're just constantly trying to reach out to your customer, which is why I always recommend starting a newsletter, because while you're going viral or semi-viral, like I had four videos at 50,000 on my third TikTok, and it was going great. Like one was a naughty card, nothing weed related, nothing. That part that's so frustrating. But when you get those people, you get them to sign up for your newsletter. So somehow you can always stay in contact with that person. And then, for instance, in my newsletter, I might do one, you know, this weekend that says, hey, you know, we're not on TikTok anymore. Because, you know, I do find and feel like I'm sure you feel the same that people look for you. Yeah. Like people look for you. And and like to them, like hopefully they just know that we've been taken down. But then it's like you don't have that direct access point to them. Exactly. You can put newsletters out, but when I'm shopping online, how you said everyone online shops, I will literally go to the Instagram. Like I don't... Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? And then if your Instagram's deleted and not to mention, you can't use the same name. You have to add like underscores or I don't know. Right. Like like it's just so complicated. I literally did dope cards. Yeah. I took out Kush cards. I completely changed it because I'm like, well, maybe Kush is being tagged. I know. So let me put dope cards because I have naughty cards. Like they really are dope in all these different ways. But I feel <laughs> you. It's annoying. It's like rebranding yourself every single time. Right. And with Instagram, sometimes I'll just open my Instagram and have a notification that Instagram deleted a post from like 2017. Right. Weird. And then it tells me like your account is at risk of being deleted. And I, I did get my Instagram deleted. What was that like a month ago or something when I had I remember because I had just found out I had COVID and my Instagram was deleted. And I was like, yeah, oh. that's <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, right. But honestly, when my TikTok was deleted, I had no emotional response. I was surprised, but I think I just knew. So now if I whenever I do make them, I just be, like you said, grateful for every order because my stocking was going viral and it brought me so many sales on my mystery box. Right. So many mystery boxes. So I'm like super thankful for it. So like you said, when it happens, you're just like, 
you know it's going to happen, but when is it going to happen? Yeah. And, and living with that is very hard. But I think once you mentally get in the right perspective, like I'm hurt right now, but I'm about to go to a trade show tomorrow. Like shit is lit right now. You know what I mean? Like there is so many other things to be grateful for. And repurposing content is what I've been doing lately. I post on TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and Twitter. All the same, whatever post I do. And, I, and you know, I see the other little apps like building some content, whether it's like a five likes on Pinterest, whatever, you know, I do see the return when people coming to the website. So I do recommend that as well. Yeah, that's what it always comes down to. You can be pissed off, but this is just the game, right? You have to keep making content if you want to keep mm -hmm. making sales. That's just what has to happen. Right. Like when reels turn to a lot of being the person doing the reels and lip syncing, like that's what we had to do. We had to switch to doing that. Exactly. You know, so we just are, and it's going to be something else soon. So Lauren came to visit me in early November and we made a bunch of content and we saved it in the drafts, right? We saved some on our photo like camera roll or whatever and sent them to each other but most of them were saved in the drafts and I logged in along with let me just put this in here along with like five reels I had made for Christmas giveaways um, right. which included kush cards and they were I logged in one day to post something and my account like I had to re-sign in does that make sense like I had yeah. to re-add yep. re-add another account and I was like, literally, my heart was beating so fast, like, oh, no, is it gone? Is it gone? Is it gone? And I tried to log in. It let me log in. But then I scroll over to, like, post a reel. And, and nothing's there. You're and like, nothing's oh. there. <laughs> nothing's there. Right. Like, oh, my God. I feel the same way. I have, a, like, a Valentine's Day TikTok. Thank God I screen recorded it. Fucking right? thank God. Yeah. Like, but, like, having those issues, like, it's just. Right. I really give it up to all of us who are just like, okay, taking it you know, taking it for what it is. All right, band here, you know, you make that decision when to start again, or you make that decision, yeah. you know? But yeah. I see, you know, you see so many people who have bongs and all this other stuff and are going, you know, super, getting so much engagement. So I know, I, I don't understand me. that. Yeah, do you think it's a person, yeah, reporting you? I mean, maybe, maybe there could be people, I mean, you don't want to think that way, but... You know, you know, if someone reports you a certain amount of times and people are crazy, that's if they report every video, right? you know, yeah, because they have, they literally can do that from their phone. Right. So, um, sometimes I mentally tell myself that. So if 2020 taught us anything, being able to adapt to what's going on around you, what's changing the algorithm. You just have to do it. But I try to do text alerts. You know how like every oh, yeah. company, mm -hmm. nope, not allowed, not covered. It's illegal. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Just, right. So we talked about social media for so long, but we didn't haven't even talked about your website processor. Oh, um, right. I can't, you yeah. can't buy ads. Can't buy ads on Pinterest. Like I can't even. There's use, a lot more. Yeah, I can't even use Instagram Shop. Like none of my products right, get approved right. for that. And yeah, you're right. I've been shut down from. Oh boy. Venmo, PayPal, Square, Cash App, and also Square for CBD doesn't let you use them if you've already used Square to sell CBD before they had Square uh, CBD. Oh my, <laughs> yeah. So wait, why? Why don't, don't you want know. our business? I don't. The know. craziest part is like, don't you want our business? You yeah. can have so much business, and so the fact that so I really hope that you know when things go federally legal. The question is, will everything change? Will everything um, change? Will everybody be let out of jail? Will we receive yes, yes. monetary funds for the 
torture. Sorry to be dramatic, but <laughs> we are very we're lit right now. Yeah. But it's, it's honestly it's, it's like a true business owner day. Um, I just again being able to adapt, having your resources, having your network, and you know if you find something that works, then kind of stick to it and really keep working at it. My TikTok's been gone for I don't know maybe three weeks, two weeks. I should probably make a new one. Honestly, I ran out of, I have to use other people's phone numbers. And I was them just to going to call. say, I'm running out of emails and phone numbers to use. How ridiculous is that? Well, we'll definitely have to do some more collaborating in the social media aspect because that also, I love collaborating because like you said, when people share, the same thing happens where, you know, some people might be new followers and not know about Canada Bombs or not know about Kush right. on my side and... We just got to all stick together in this. And just be, you know, I think weed helps with that too. Like uh, when I saw that this morning, I definitely hit the, hit the bomb, like past my five o'clock rule. And I'm like, okay, now I'm lit ready for our call or chat. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to me. I love you and I miss you. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. Love you. I'm so glad that we had a chance to actually see each other after so long and definitely more to come. Thank you for having me on this, uh, on your show. Super excited to hear how it all comes out and I'm looking forward to doing this sometime soon again. Okay. Well, have a great day, Lauren. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And remember, cannabis is medicine. If you have a moment, please give my podcast a five-star review. Thank you.